0: Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and
1: across the sandy beaches of the Carolina coast, take warning this is Kaniac Sessions. Kaniac Sessions. Providing you with in depth coverage of your Carolina hurricanes. And now, let's get on to the session with your host, Griff and AB.
0: Hello out there, Kaniak
1: Nation. Hey, what's going on? Well, I thought this it was not, acceptable. This is not how we do things around here. Okay, all right. All right. Hello out <laughs> there, Kaniak Nation. Thanks for joining us for Session 28 of Kaniak Sessions. I'm Griff. And I'm AB. And tonight we are back. After a nice little break that we took, actually, it wasn't a break that we took. We didn't mean for it to take so long to get this session out, Mm -hmm. but life happens, and uh, AB and I just could not find time to sit down at the same time to get this recorded, but here we are. AB, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good.
0: You know, got some stuff going on, doing some stuff with uh, my local college for now
1: Announcing what? Why don't you? Why don't you fill everybody in?
0: So I got a job uh, at my local college for Division Two, uh, doing play-by-play announcing for softball. And I'll be totally honest: I started last, no, two weeks ago, and I had no idea what the you know I was talking about, or <laughs> you know the game of softball because I love baseball. You know, it's totally different. So really? I've been super busy with that on the weekends.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I heard a clip that that you posted when when you called that home run, or, or was it a home run, or was it? Yeah, it's pretty good, man. I, I was pretty proud of you. That was awesome. Oh, I appreciate
0: it. There were a yeah. couple in there that were really good, but you know, I'm learning uh, my footing, and you know, just trying to be the best I can be. So yeah, could definitely... have me. You
1: sound like a professional already. So. <laughs> Watch out, Mike. Watch out, Mike. AB's coming for you. That's right.
0: <laughs> him and I can relate on uh, play-by-play.
1: There you go. There's something to talk about next time we get him on here. But That's right. All right. Before we get going, first things first, we're brought to you by DraftKings. As a member of THPN, that's the Hockey Podcast Network. Sports gambling will be here on March 11th, just over a month away, AB. Mm-hmm. What's the first bet you're going to place
0: legally? You know, that's, that's a great question. I think the first bet I'm going to do is, you know, Scott Dart. No, just, <laughs> you get so oh, mad Lord. when I bring him up. Oh, I'm going to go Michael Bunting
1: first goal.
0: The first game that they play when sports gambling
1: is legal
0: in North Carolina. I think,
1: I think I'm going to drop some money on the Canes for the Cup. I think there's some good odds to be had right now and if they uh figure it out and make it and whatever
0: would you bet be your nice house? Payout.
1: No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But I may drop may, may drop a little bit of money on the Canes to win the cup and maybe maybe even uh drop a little bit of money on uh, Vancouver to win the cup because
0: that's not fair. That there's only
1: one you can do for your first time. Oh, well. Yeah, my first one will be the Canes, but man Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about it. But anyway, everybody out there, you should download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code THPN when doing so. Five dollars will get you two hundred in bonus bets. So take advantage of that. Do it. We're also promotional partners with SeatGeek. First-time ticket buyers can sign up and use promo code Caniac Sessions. That's one word, no space between Caniac. And sessions, and you can get twenty dollars off uh, some tickets. Pretty good deal. Pretty Absolutely. good. Absolutely. So, take advantage of it. Keep continue to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get going here, AB. What's um, doing? You know, we don't really like to branch out and talk about things outside of our little bubble here in Raleigh. Even though we said the same thing last session, and we did. <laughs> But (laughs) we're going to do it again today because this is kind of Keynes related. Um, We've been speculating trades now for several weeks. Mm -hmm. And one of the players that we have wished for or tried to, you know, dream up these trades for was Elias Lindholm. Mm -hmm. And since the last time we recorded, Elias Lindholm has been dealt uh, from Calgary To Vancouver, that trade was executed for Andre Kuzmenko, who went back to Calgary from Vancouver. A first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and two defensive prospects, and one of those defensive prospects, might I add, uh, was very high-level. That really, really could um, be an something. Yeah, be an every-night NHLer moving forward. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, a big return for Calgary. Uh, And then, you know, tell me what you think of this, A.B., but I thought it was a little odd that there was no extension in place. I mean, this is a rental right Mm -hmm. now. I mean, at the surface, this is a rental, uh, you know, unless Vancouver happens to get something done with Lindholm. But I've heard no mention of a contract or anything.
0: Mm hmm. Well, like I saw it, I was shocked that when home went to the Canucks, I knew he wanted to go to a contender. And right now. The Flames are, you know, they're not going to be a playoff team. They're probably going to be bottom of the league. And once I saw Andre Kuzmenko. Be traded. I knew what to be expected, and actually, the first game he played when he was traded, he scored a goal. And yeah, obviously, Elias Lindholm last night scored two against us. Yeah, but I don't understand why they would trade that much for a rental because. Vancouver can't afford to re-sign him because they have a huge contract with Quinn Hughes, JT Miller, Brock Besser, Elias Pettersson, Thatcher Demko. Right. So they want to win now, and last year they weren't very good, and they had a lot of great talent, and Elias Lindholm is definitely an upgrade from where they were. Absolutely where they were was stellar surprised every NHL fan uh, being at the top of their division. And they're a dangerous team, but
1: but I don't understand it. This is a squad, man. Yeah, this is, I'm talking about these dudes are for real and Vancouver is doing what our organization and our management has failed to do over the years. And that is, Make a splash, go all in. You see a path, make you make sure you widen that path. And I'm telling you what, the, I mean, look. If I'm just being real, obviously I'm a Canes fan. Obviously I want the Canes to win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, Vancouver, it just looks. I mean, today the way things stand, I don't know who can touch him. I saw this today. Listen to this. Okay. The Edmonton Oilers won 16 games in a row. Was it 16? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they lost last night, to, and that prevented them from tying the record. Thank you, Vegas. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, Edmonton won 16 straight, and Vancouver still has 10 points on Edmonton. Wow. I mean, just absolute dominance. and What a team.
0: Yeah, they're they're very dangerous, especially when Thatcher Demko is healthy. I mean, we saw it last night, yes. Like, the goals that he let in were stuff that he could not stop. But when he is healthy, he plays the way that you expect. And he is worth every single dollar cent that you can imagine. I mean... The Thatcher Demko is a very good goaltender when he is healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, a lot of people are going to look at this. If Vancouver, you know, falls short and doesn't win the cup. I mean, it, for them, it's cup or bust right now. Womp, womp. They're going to look at this and they're going to, they're going to criticize the trade, you know, bringing Lindholm in, sending so much back, whatever. But I mean, really though, Kuzmenko wanted out of Vancouver anyway you heard there was drama there between him and, and, uh, coach, uh, mm-hmm. talk it right. So, and then, you know, a first round pick, which is going to wind up being high twenties, you know, 30, 31, somewhere around Probably there. 23, 24, you know, oh, never knows somewhere up there. Right. A fourth round pick, which is conditional. And then, you know, two defensive prospects look, a prospect is a prospect. As long as you know, unless they have a name like um, Nikishin or that dude that uh uh, Nashville has playing in the AHL right now at at goaltender or the defense, oh the uh, the goaltender, Slav,
0: not yeah, 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 yeah. Askarov, 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 Askarov. yeah, Yeah. however
1: you say it. So unless you you have a name like that, look, it's a prospect. Mm Um, they're a dime a dozen, to be honest. So, I mean yeah you you gave up some picks whatever uh but man and and you know they vancouver probably had to to go a little bit big to to get lindholm i'm sure there was some offers from other teams Mm -hmm. you know i i don't know if carolina had anything in there or not but i heard um i heard we like our group we like our group (laughs) well i i heard who else did i hear had had some uh I heard I Pittsburgh the, was involved. Pittsburgh, maybe the Rangers maybe and the I Devils remember. I
0: think were also involved. I can't remember. The Devils are involved in everything now.
1: Well. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah. Miss down Lindholm. I mean, something to watch though is if if Vancouver does not figure out a way to extend him, then you know it watch him in the off season. uh free agency maybe uh maybe he makes his way to Raleigh. i mean wh- who knows mm-hmm. you know you know there's interest from his side mm-hmm. um not sure how really the, i've never really gotten a good read on what the team thinks of him yeah you know you know i know i know we hear adam gold talk about him a lot um from his perspective but mm-hmm. you know adam gold really likes the guy you you don't really know what the team thinks of him We we haven't really heard them talk about him too much. So I agree. Anyway. Before we get
0: into the next game, the all-star break.
1: Yes. It's I'll say
0: two things about it. The skills competition this year was awful. I agree. Well I Sebastianaho in the accuracy competition won it two years ago yep, and he's not put in fans get to vote you know for who's gonna be in the fastest skater uh you know the the hardest shot uh you know skills competition whatever there's so many players that were nominated as all-stars that could have easily won Every single one of those competitions, but the fan vote got in the way where big market teams like the Maple Leafs, where you can easily, there's the a big following, especially with the Rangers, the Canucks, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Boston Bruins. Well, they They will bring in their best players and easily get them in, but it doesn't make it interesting. Where Sebastianaho was, uh, gosh, he was the. Which team? Thank you, Siri. Um, was the most accurate shot like two years ago in the skills competition, and Jacob Slavin I think won it as well.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He and did. then Andres Sveshnikov <laughs> obviously won it, but you know Kale McCarr slipped. Um, but you know, a win's a win. So I really didn't agree with that. And I watched the all-star game, like the actual game. It was embarrassing. In my opinion, it was just mostly concerts where, you know, a lot of the people that performed are very talented. Do not get me wrong. They're very talented, but you know, uh, and it's the same with the NFL. Like, it's just a mockery. Nobody tries. So that's yeah. my opinion on it.
1: No, I agree. I think the skills competition is stupid. Um, of course, I, <laughs> I thought it was stupid before they redid it this year. But, yeah, if you're going to do it and you, and you demand that every team be represented at the All-Star game, then, you know, don't leave it up to a fan vote if you want to, if you don't want every player to participate in the skills competition, fine. Okay. I can, I can live with that. Fine. Whatever. But don't leave it up to a fan vote. Go by, uh, I don't know, pick some kind of method to determine it and determine it in that, in that way. If you want to go by points, go by points. If you want to go by goals, go by goals. I don't care. Just figure out a way to do it and pick them like that. Mm-hmm. Don't leave it up to fan vote. Then it's just ridiculous that we saw six players from the Canucks in this All Star game. Like, just, just ridiculous. You know, yeah, they're having a good season, but two years ago, Carolina was what second best team in the NHL. We still mm-hmm. only got well, we, I guess we got two that year. Freddie First Anderson. in the Metro,
0: a hundred and what thirteen points.
1: Well, yeah, I guess we got two that year. That year we had Freddie and Aho that went, but, but still, just and and there's really to be honest there's really no way to do this it's it's going to be mm-hmm. stupid no matter what nobody is out there playing regular nhl hockey it's just a fun little spectacle or whatever i get it but what i what i do like right okay next year there is not going to be an all-star game
0: yeah you told me about this
1: right nhl announced that next season instead of having an all-star game and the skills competition and all that crap, they're going to do an NHL four nations face-off that will be held in this block of time. That is currently um, the all-star week. Mm -hmm. So listen to this, this is going to be awesome, right? This is going to be like a a preview of the Olympics coming up, which I will add that the NHL did announce that, that NHL will participate in the Olympics uh for the next two occurrences that's awesome mm-hmm. but this little uh four nations face off is going to consist of four countries that's Finland the United States Canada and Sweden it's going to be a round robin tournament style seven games over a nine day period between February 12th and 20th of 2025
0: mm-hmm. and there'll be
1: two practice days built in beforehand on the 10th and the 11th right mm-hmm. so that's your that's your 10 day chunk of the all star break right 10th through the 12th tw- okay. 20th of february um going to be nhl rules nhl sized ice each team is going to play three tournament games just kind of like at, at like any international tournament mm-hmm. um a traditional round robin format the teams will earn three points for wins two points for overtime wins one point for an ot loss or a shootout loss and no points for regulation loss which I wish they would do that in the regular Absolutely. NHL. I was getting ready to say that. I really do wish they would. Um, I, this whole format I like. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. <clears throat> um, overtime will be three on three for ten minutes instead of five, followed by a three round shootout. Mm. So you're I doubling like
0: expanded time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're doubling your three 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 on three. Which means you're rarely—I—I I, I don't even—I bet we don't even see a shootout in this whole tournament. Probably not. So at the end of the round robin, the two teams with the most points will advance to a one-game final. Hmm. Uh, I've seen plenty of roster projections out there. <laughs> uh, most of them have Sebastian Aho playing right. playing the top line center spot for Team Finland. It turbo. Yep. Seen Tara in there. Uh, I've seen a lot of projections showing Jacob Slavin on the U.S. US team.
0: What about the um, alpha male?
1: No, no, Not the alpha male. Well, he would, he would play for that. Canada. He would play for exactly. Canada. That was the yep. case, right? As he should. Um, but man, I think the early favorites is team Canada. Those jokers are stacked. Um, however, the U.S. will have some solid goaltending. You're looking at Connor Halibook, Thatcher Demko, Jake Ottinger. Swayman. Swayman. They, I think they're bringing three goaltenders. I think they're three. Okay, so, yeah, okay. Demko's American, right? Am I, I wrong think, on that? I think so. Here, let me look it up. I think he is. Um, but... Canada, man. Listen to this top line. <laughs> Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon. Uh who who else was it? I had this pulled up.
0: Crosby will probably
1: Crosby. That was it. Yeah. That was the other one. Crosby.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So Demco is a US gold thunder. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So the first line for Canada will probably be like. Uh, McDavid, Crosby, and then McKinnon on the right wing.
1: Yeah, it could be. Um, uh, Pretty legit. But anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm already looking forward to it. That, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of like an all-star showcase, you know, because it's the top players from around the league that are playing for their countries. But They're going to they, – right, it's going to be competitive. You're not going to see Nikita Kucherov skating around like a flipping – 85 year old man acting <laughs> like he doesn't care in some you know which whatever like I know you don't want to be there but you're there so at least put on a show yeah but um yeah I'm looking forward to it there's something to play for you're playing for your country pride you know and plus all these guys know each other it's going to be so much fun we <laughs> how awesome is it going to be going to be to see Sebastian Ahu enter the zone against Jacob Slavin you know That'll I be mean, pretty tough. It's got the potential to be amazing. Television. If
0: Slavin can lock down McDavid, he will have no problem locking down Ajo.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Aho's a little better than everybody gives him credit for. Better than McDavid? Mm-mm. Okay. Well <laughs> put quit putting words in my
0: mouth. Well, I I am going to.
1: Well don't. That's what I'm telling you stop. All right. Sorry. I'm <laughs> just kidding. All right. Enough on that. So now that this all-star break is over, Carolina has returned last night as of recording. Today is Wednesday, February 7th. Last mm-hmm. night, Tuesday, February 6th, Carolina hosted Vancouver at PNC arena. Ended in a 3-2 loss. Um, Vancouver, I felt, outplayed Carolina for the majority of the game. I thought Carolina Mm -hmm. played a really good uh, final 15 minutes or so, 10 minutes or so. Uh, But I thought they were opportunistic at certain points throughout the game that kept them in it. Um, Thought Kuchetkov was decent. Uh, you could definitely tell he hadn't played since January 9th, but I'm optimistic because he didn't look lost. I mean, he looked like he was just trying to, you know, regain his form and, fig- you know, find his game, but he's not far mm-hmm. off, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Fan base overreacted again to this loss. Mm-hmm. And I'm really. really asking you guys out there please please stop overreacting to a single loss Mm -hmm. we won three in a row before the all-star break Mm -hmm. we took 10 days off we come back against the number one team literally in the nhl right and you can say oh well they were rusty too yes they were rusty too but They also got on the plane the day before, were together in a hotel. And I've always said that when you have weird circumstances, like weird start times or coming off a break or whatever, I've always Mm -hmm. felt like the road team was at the advantage anyway, because they've already had a structure for like 24 hours, flying on a plane, staying in the team hotel, meetings, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always felt that way. You know, yeah. normal circumstances, a normal start time, normal morning skate, whatever. Yeah, that favors the home team. But when you have weird circumstances, I've always thought the road team was favored in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, not making excuses. That's just the way I've always thought. But given the break, the goaltender that hasn't played since January 9th, uh, coming off of a concussion, who was reports indicate that Kochetkov was suffering from a sunburn? <laughs> <laughs> swear, swear, <laughs> he's sunburned. Um, yeah. So I mean, three two loss. I mean, we had a chance there at the end to tie it, uh, and then you know, if it wasn't for an unlucky bounce, who knows? Maybe we would have drugged that game into overtime. But, um. Quit overreacting to a loss to Vancouver. Like, okay, great. Who cares? Let's come back and get the next, you know, the next win. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been over this, people. Yes, we have. And let me stop freaking
0: out. Yep. Yeah, let me go, say go a couple ahead. of things go here. Go ahead. You were at the game. Uh, so I was. you saw it. Thank you. Uh, so you saw it. We're still second in the Metro. Uh Correct. The Flyers are three points behind us. We have two games in hand. Exactly. So there's, there's nothing to worry about. You know, Vancouver is a great team, and Elias Lindholm had the best start that you can imagine from a new team. Yeah. I, I just, you know, Coming off the all-star break is hard because, you know, you've, uh, the people that didn't get selected, uh, to the all-star game, Seth Jarvis, that interview where they were like, has the, has the beer, you know, left your system? And Jarvis (laughs) was like, no, like I don't drink beer. I mean, you know, I was just taking care of my body. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't there, obviously, for a couple of reasons. My grandmother listens to this. So, Papa, love you. Hope you're um getting better. Uh, So, you know, it, it's just. It's just one of those things where we can't worry because, yes, like first game, you know, obviously it's going to be hard because you've been on a break, but. You know, you got that first game under your belt. You have a really good team in Colorado coming in. Well, I guess at the time, or, well, I guess the time when you release this today to yep. play and you're getting back in to that system. So, you know, there's nothing to worry about. Everything is going to be all right.
1: Yeah. And I kind of like these high end teams coming in here right off the break. It forces you to get to your game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you saw Carolina come out early last night and they just looked a little sluggish, um, even though Martinuk was able to, again, be opportunistic and uh, score that shorthanded goal early in the first. Um, so, but y- you saw them kind of go through what it was they were going through and then they found their game uh, toward right. the end. Right. So, you know, hopefully you'd think that they'll come out I guess tonight, as you're listening to this, and start on time against Colorado. However, Colorado just came off a back-to-back the last two nights. Uh, Then they had Wednesday night off, and then uh, us. So they have been on the road already for several days, played. uh, I, I believe they just played the Rangers Tuesday night. Right. Or no, Monday night it was. They played the Rangers Monday night and then they lost to the Devils Tuesday night. So Okay,
0: well, there you go. Pretty close.
1: Yeah. So they uh they will definitely be going. They are dealing mm-hmm. with some injuries and such, but um should be about there should be no reason that we can't take care of Colorado. So, uh anyway, just to keep going through that game there, we we talked about Martinook's Martinook's uh shorthanded goal early in the first. You called it. You called it. I, I sure did, yeah. So, <laughs> so Sam from uh, the Canyak Report, Sam Driscoll, you know, he just loves first line Martinuk, and he's always got a comment on it every time we we see Martinuk on the first line. I said, Sam, you know what? Because you're complaining, Martinuk's going to get the first goal tonight, and sure enough, it happened. I literally
0: responded to him and I said, okay, if, (laughs) if, you know, Griff gets this right, I will say, you know, he is the smartest person. And what do you know? He got it shorthanded. And I argued and everybody was like, you know, like, oh, you have to do it. And I was like, no, wasn't full strength, but I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my
1: word. It wasn't full so, strength. It makes it even better that it was short, shorty. Well, you know you know what I mean.
0: I, I'm a man of my word. Mm-hmm. And so I tweeted it. Good. However, Sam Driscoll from the Caniac Report. I'm behind, obviously, when I'm watching it on TV. And he ruined every <laughs> single goal. So Sam if you're listening
1: to this, I'm he gonna was have literally to mute you two, our
0: conversations.
1: He was giving you like two full minutes, I swear. Like, well,
0: I was distracted with some stuff, and it just you had to have been so TV, far behind. Well, just delayed stuff with TV. You know how it yeah. goes with the so you know.
1: Yeah. So Sam, yeah,
0: yeah. if you're listening to this, I, I'm muting you every time we play, unless <laughs> I am there in person. And if he's not there in person, I will spoil
1: it. <laughs> oh, boy! All right, well, anyway, just to finish going through this game, the first period would end one to one despite Carolina being really outplayed uh for most of the period. Elias Lindholm, as we discussed earlier, would get his first goal as a Canuck on a on the power play on a deflection uh, I believe it was off a shot from Quinn Hughes, so yeah, um. Second period, Elias Lindholm would get another power play goal in the same manner off another deflection uh, 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 from a shot from Quinn Hughes. And mm-hmm. uh, that would make it 2 1. But Aho ended up answering with his own power play goal to end the period tied 2 2. What a and snipe. And then, huh? What a snipe. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Beautiful shot. And then this goal happened. JT Miller would score the game winner. Look, such a weird play. So Myers shoots the puck in, uh, you know, kind of tries to rim it around the glass. Uh, Kochetkov goes back to the trapezoid to try to play it and anticipate the puck arriving. And before the puck got to him, it bounced off the stanchion. And it kind of like, Slid in between him and the goalpost, and then he kind of like—I don't know why—he hesitated, but he he sort of hesitated to get back over to the crease. I don't know if he just anticipated like one of our players, you know, making it to the puck first, or I don't—I don't really know what he was doing. But he kind of hesitated on his way back over, but he ended up making it in time to to make the initial save. But then the puck kind of bounced back out in front of the crease, and JT Miller just kind of swiped it into the net on the right side of Kachetkov <laughs> for the um the game winner.
0: But people want to blame Kochetkov.
1: Well, yeah. And and I mean, he did hesitate. He did look, but it, it was just like a I don't know if he it's just weird. I can't figure out what he was a, we, doing. It was a weird bounce. It was. But I thought he was interfered with. I can agree with that. I thought he was interfered with when I saw it live, and I mean it happened right in front of me. That was the literally the goal that I'm sitting there looking at in our section, you know. And so, like, I thought he was interfered with. You kind of look at it. I don't know who it was that was standing on his right side, but when the puck goes into the net the guy is like straddling kochetkov's right leg Mm -hmm. there's definitely contact i've watched it over and over there's contact so i don't i don't understand why we didn't challenge i know rod said in his presser post game that you know oh well you know how many of those we win well yeah (laughs) but rod sometimes you're challenging some trash man Like some of the ones they challenge, I'm like, there's no way that's goaltender interference. The literal one that I look at and there's like no doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm wrong, but they don't challenge it. And I thought, but I think, I think, and I could be wrong about this. I think Rod's thought was, I don't want to put Vancouver back on the power play where they have just nailed two power play goals. I would rather go and try to tie the game, with our goal. That's right. I think that's what his thought process was. But I think, if he'd have challenged it, I think they'd have overturned it.
0: I don't know. I just feel like all referees are just against the hurricanes, especially, like that, quote, especially quote unquote, big market teams. <laughs> So, I mean, it really felt like my... that.
1: I know that's a cheap thing to say, but like I felt like that at times last night. Mm-hmm. And I really did. There was like. I mean, th- there was two calls in the first period that I didn't agree with. Any- Maybe I agreed with one of them. I th- I agreed with with uh, Tara Vinan's call. Mm-hmm. Was that the was that the first period or the second period? I don't remember. I think it was the first. I think that was the first power play they got. But I, I agreed with that call. That was definitely a, a penalty but uh you know i was getting angry because they would call us for a penalty and then the same thing would happen on the other end of the ice and they were just like play on yeah so i mean i don't know i'm done with it
0: yeah i mean so am i we got colorado uh tonight by the time you're listening to this so
1: and then whalers night saturday
0: (sighs) What do you think about the Whalers
1: jerseys? I think Love they're it. so perfect. Love it. Love it. E. What do you, freaking elite. A B E Elite.
0: I honestly, I thought about this the other day. Do you remember the navy blue Whalers jerseys? I do. Yeah. I think those should make a comeback for Whalers night. Well,. That's my fine, personal
1: opinion. I like the ones they're wearing this year.
0: Well, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. You're listening to Kaniac Sessions.
1: Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text Hope NY 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash football. For eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we're back.
0: We are back.
1: We are indeed back. That's right. All right, A.B. We're back. We're back in more than one way. We're back uh, from the ad read. Mm. And we're back after the All-Star break. That's right. And we're back after our break. That's right. We are so back.
0: Yeah, I went to Mexico. Really? No, I didn't. <laughs> I was about to say. Just thought I'd fit in with some of the players, like Seth Jarvis.
1: Yeah, fair. Is there? I was about to say, is there? Uh, is there a town called Mexico, North Carolina? Is that the hasn't been Memphis?
0: discovered, but
1: definitely maybe. could be. Maybe we could start. Maybe we could start it.
0: Yeah, we should just buy a piece of land and just call
1: it Mexico. Yeah. I'll, I can be the mayor.
0: I'll be the governor.
1: Well, I well, I can't be the
0: governor. I'll be, gosh. Uh, right.
1: This is stupid. The head okay. of police. That works. Okay. Or you could be the, uh, anyway, never mind. All right. So, (laughs) moving forward for the rest of the season, we'll just take a quick little snapshot kind of outlook here. Uh, Currently, the team is sitting at 28, 16, and 5. That's good for 61 points and second place in the Metro. Currently, four points behind New York for first in the Metro. And let me just check the score here quick, because New York was playing Tampa Bay. um, Tampa Bay. So it's 2-1 New York with 5 minutes left in the third. Mm. So not well almost 6 minutes. Not over yet. But you're you're going to have to assume here that if Tampa does come back to tie it, um you're going to New York's going to at least get a point out of this game. So mm. you're looking at by the time this game is over, 5 points or six points behind new york Mm. uh, for the top of the metro but that is with two games in hand so uh, not enough to tie them if we win both of those games Mm -hmm. but certainly not allowing new york to run off with it yet that's Um, right new york's got problems maybe i think uh I think they got some problems, and I think Jonathan Quick's gonna be their starting goalie for the remainder of the season.
0: I saw that and I was like I was like, I don't know if I agree, but I looked at the stats and I was like, okay, Dude,
1: maybe. Igor's bad, man. He's having a bad he's having a bad little run here.
0: He's not bad. He's just not having a bad. He's just not having a good run.
1: That's what I'm that's what I just said. He's having a bad little run here. Like he uh I mean, they might, they might have to, he might have to be the backup. I mean, Jonathan Quick's playing great.
0: I love Jonathan Glick. No matter if he plays for the Rangers or anything, he's. One of my favorite goaltenders of all time. I grew up watching him.
1: Yeah. He's playing right now. Uh, He's in net right now. So that makes the second game in a row. He played, he played two nights ago against, uh, I guess it was. Yeah. He played Monday night against Colorado too. So.
0: Yeah, shortstop is supposed to start Friday.
1: Yeah, we'll see if mm-hmm. uh Quick keeps winning. I don't know why you you'd move on, but um anyway, we will see. Um so the the Canes have 33 games remaining currently mm-hmm. in the season uh before the playoffs start. And I think uh I think March is shaping up to be a pretty tough month for, for the Canes. What do you okay.
0: think? Okay.
1: I mean, if you just look at who's coming in here over the next couple of weeks or, or well, who's coming in here and where we're going, I mean, you're looking at Colorado tomorrow night or tonight, at, you know, as you're listening to this, and then the Devils Saturday night. I mean, yeah, the Devils are kind of down, but – um we could see the return of Jack Hughes Saturday night. Right. I think there's a chance that he plays. He's been skating and practicing with the team. So um, mm-hmm. you know, the Devils are still going to put up a fight. They're not going to lay down and and uh you know, let us walk all over him. Then we're headed out west for three games. You've got uh the d- two division leaders in Dallas and Vegas. No, I'm sorry, Vegas is not a division leader. <laughs> um they're in second behind Vancouver but you know over the over the rest of the month we've got we've got Dallas twice uh we've got to go to to Mullett Arena and play Arizona who is improved this year uh they they played us well here you know right before the break we've got to go to Vegas and play them we've got Florida coming in uh and you've got some trap games thrown in there you know Chicago Is a trap game, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. especially when you're surrounded by, you know, you've got, you're coming off of the road trip, ending in Vegas, and then you've got uh, the Panthers coming into Raleigh after that game, so it could be very easy to overlook Chicago, and I think that's a trap game. And then Buffalo and Minnesota, we saw what Minnesota did to us last time, Um, so I think it's a tough march, A.B., I'm sorry, not a tough March, not March, February.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I would expect is hopefully we beat the Avalanche Mm -hmm. because there are going to be some Avalanche fans at the game, and I want to send them back to Colorado with uh, tears in their eyes. Uh, (laughs) I hope to win... Two of the stars uh, games that we play, I'll be happy if we win one. You should beat New Jersey, Vegas, and eh, need to beat Florida. The trap games need to beat Chicago uh, and Buffalo. Uh, those are my those are my key ones because Minnesota's Minnesota's very good. <laughs> so um, those are the games that I really want to win.
1: Yeah, I think if you win the games that you're supposed to win, right? The the Coyotes, the Blackhawks, the Sabres, Wild, and Blue Jackets, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you take care of those games and then maybe split these high end teams like the uh the avs the Stars, two games, the stars, the, the Knights, you know, the Panthers, if, if you split those, I think that's a successful month. Yeah. Right. And that I should agree. be that should be plenty to keep us right there in the, in the race for the division.
0: So how many games through February? So we got one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven, eleven.
1: 11, Yeah. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. 11 games remaining in the month of February.
0: How many points would you say we need to get? Because 11, I don't know. I'd be happy with 18 or 17, 16 through 18. I'd be happy with for the games.
1: Yeah. I'm just counting up here. I'd say 16 is your low. That would be taking care of the games you're supposed to take care of and splitting the high end teams. That would be 16 points in my opinion okay um so i think if you get 16 that is six that that's acceptable 16 out of 22 but you'd like to have 18 right i think uh i think 18 is is like okay we feel good about what we just did 20 is definitely exceeding expectations and 22 is obviously the dream, right? That'd be an eleven-game right. win streak, right? But I think sixteen is is your is your number. That's 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 your over under sixteen mm-hmm. and above. You know, you're feeling good about yourself. Below that, you think that you could have done better.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You agree with that. Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. All right. So yeah, let's let's hope the Canes get on a nice little run here through the month of February. Um because, man, when March gets here, it's I think they have a little break built in at the beginning of March. But then after that, it's like every March other night. Yes, every other night with some back-to-backs thrown in there um, all the way through mid-April. So I think you get on a nice little run here in uh, February. <laughs> and then, you know, you want to be really peaking around the beginning of april as you go on into the playoffs so yeah i agree all right one more thing i want to talk about before we get out of here ab Mm -hmm. so we've got Piotr back that's right we still have spencer martin on the roster Mm -hmm. obviously ronta uh and then we have learned uh i don't remember if i think we found out Hey, to this. interrupt you, the uh, the Rangers
0: won three to one versus Tampa. Crap.
1: All right, yeah. so make that uh, a six point lead in the Metro um, mm-hmm. for the Rangers. We do have two games in hand, mm-hmm. so um, still time. Yeah, yeah, we're in good shape. If we were to win those two games, they would be two points ahead. So that's right. We're fine. Um, good shape, especially given the start so um anyway so i don't remember if we knew about freddie uh before our last session i don't think we did i think we found out like the day after we posted that session right but we did find out that freddie uh has been cleared to resume skating yeah we heard or we learned that he had been working out off ice um And then we've seen pictures of him actually on the ice. So we can stop wondering if this is a lie or whatever it is, or a a, a tactic to, you know, keep your, your power or whatever you want to call it uh, for, you know, the trade targets or whatever we've seen Freddie on the ice. He's been practicing before the team with the goaltending coach. Um, now, whether or whether or not we actually see him return to a, to gameplay is yet mm-hmm. to be seen. I'll mm-hmm. start thinking that there is a chance when we see him practicing with the team. Right. Um. So, but given that, and again, I told you that I thought I was a little, you know, optimistic seeing Piotr play last night after being off for so long. Um. I don't think it's going to be like last season where he came back from injury and and he was, you know, Swiss cheese, couldn't save a beach ball. (laughs) But uh, this year, I I, I felt good about his performance last night, even though he could have been better. But, you know, given the circumstances. Right. Based on all of that. Okay. Do you think the needs of the team have changed?
0: No, I think our goaltending situation is fine right now were to ask me like a couple weeks ago, I would say, yeah, John Gibson, 100% all (laughs) in. (laughs) Right now, it has to be a forward, especially a center. Elias, Lynn is not available. My ideal trade and uh, the warning take, who is a friend of the podcast, and if you haven't, please go uh, check out his channel on YouTube and Nick Schmaltz really looks like a good fit. I don't know if they're going to budge because his asking price is going to be pretty high, and Schmaltz has a hefty contract, so that's my opinion. Yeah, And also, Anthony Duclair has been linked to uh, Carolina, so that would also be a good move. And Tarasenko wants out should have signed with the hurricanes
1: whatever so
0: maybe something there i don't know
1: yeah i don't know either uh i mean i i i'm beyond talking about goalies all the time like we've done for the last month (laughs) um i mean we did we we did need a goaltender right credit to the management for navigating through this spencer martin was a good was a good ad yes he only played one game but um, my goodness that that was two big points mm-hmm. so credit to management for for sniffing him out and and well they didn't really sniff him out he, he just put on waivers and they picked him up but like good on him for picking him up so um and i, I it looks like you know it looks like they'll they'll keep him around and i think they should uh even yeah. if you have to scratch him every night i think they should keep him around and i think you know. With Kochetkov coming back, assuming he plays well, and, and Ranta, assuming he continues to play like he's been playing, Martin on the roster, Freddie trying to work his way back, I'm okay with it for, for now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I am. Um, do we need a depth defenseman? You could add a depth defenseman. No. No. You could. You could. I'm not saying you gotta go and get somebody like I'm just saying somebody that you can healthy scratch that's here in case Pesci blows his shoulder out again. Um I mean, I know you would play D'Angelo, but Tony D. Right. And and maybe they don't. Maybe maybe you can just bring Dylan Coglin up, who by the way He's been
0: playing really well.
1: Yes. He has, and I'm not saying that's going to translate to the NHL, but I mean, he's had a really, really good season in the AHL. Like really good. Um, That makes me happy. A little bit of optimism, but um, a forward, right? So does it have to be a center? I guess it doesn't have to be a center. I would prefer it to be a center, but here's what I would do. If I was the GM of this team, before the trade deadline, I would bring in a depth defenseman somebody that's uh only making like eight hundred thousand dollars league minimum like who I don't know I'm not getting in anybody any just somebody that can that that can fill in and not suck right just i mean in a perfect world you wouldn't need him but just somebody to bring in for the playoffs. Um, I would add. I would add a um, bottom center, like a depth center, mm-hmm. an Eric stahl type individual, <sighs> veteran. Doesn't doesn't mean it has to be Eric, but somebody that's been around the block that can come in that can contribute in more ways than just on the ice right obviously contributing on the ice would be fine but somebody who can play in case one of your centers goes down right so you don't have to put turbo playing center you know because Aho's out right so somebody that can play your fourth line center role if you need to bump everybody up um and then i would bring in a high very high end winger, right?
0: Okay. If you, could, if you could, find
1: one, I don't consider declare very high end. He I mean, is he, so he's, quick, though. He is. He's good, but I don't. I, I don't consider him like an elite sniper. Tarasenko. No, I'm no. <laughs> no, I'm done with Tarasenko. He can.
0: <laughs> I say Schmaltz is the best fit right
1: now. And yeah, Schmaltz is fine. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's the answer, but he will be, but if you can, you know, if you can get an Adam Henrique, like, or wait, did I say that wrong? Yeah, I did. Adam Henrique. Yes. Yeah. If you could get him now, he's a center. That is correct. But, you know, maybe you could take care of, you know, that need with, with a center and that'd be fine too. You need right-handed center, right hand. I don't care what handedness they are at this point. It has to be right hand. Why?
0: Because we have no right handed centers and when we get okay. put at the uh right circle on the dot, statistically right handed centers are going to win that face off unless I you're Jordan Stahl.
1: I understand that, but like I don't know who's a right handed center that's available at this point.
0: Scott Darling.
1: <sighs> I'm done. <laughs>
0: Connor Garland is a good one, but his asking price is way too high.
1: I don't know. I wish, uh, I wish there's a way we get Gensel from. Pittsburgh. I wish Elias Lindholm would just—he's not come he's, here. Gensel's not not right handed uh, Well, he's a winger. Yeah, anyway, uh, he's
0: but. a left-handed left winger, and yeah. his asking price is
1: <laughs> super right.
0: high. I, yeah, when no. I was on uh, the Penguins collective podcast, they wanted to uh, re-sign him. But the thing is, he's asking so much money and uh, there's rumors out talks. there. Yeah. There's rumors
1: out there. That he turned down eight and a half million.
0: Yeah. He, uh, I don't think he's worth that much. No, but, I don't either, but no, you know.
1: I don't know what the answer is, but that's what I would do. I would go get some, a uh, uh, high end goal scorer, whether that be a center or a winger or whatever, I don't care. Top six guy that can snipe. Um, I would get a depth forward. Uh, you know, if you got a winger top six, then I would get a depth center. Um,
0: you know, who's a really good depth player is JT Comfer. He's been having a really good year for the Red Wings.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he would be available. I don't know if he never know. Would be I, I think he's Detroit, a little
0: bit older, but he's been having a great year.
1: Detroit's pushing though. They're trying to, they're trying to get in the playoffs.
0: Yes, that's also true.
1: Um, but I mean, look, we know what's going to happen. What's going to happen. We're going to add like two guys that are that, not worth anything that that are depth. Like we're going to add somebody like, like a, like a max. Dummy. I'm not saying it'll be max dummy, but somebody like that. Like we did two years ago when we, we added that season, who do we add, uh, we had a Domi, and that was it, right? Two years ago, just Domi.
0: I really liked Max Domi.
1: I did too, but I'm saying it'll be somebody like that, right? A decent middle six guy. Um, I don't know. I could see them go. The only reason I don't think they'd go to after declares is because of his contract. That's also making- true. What's he making? Isn't he making like $9 million or something crazy? I will check right now. I think it's something ridiculous. I should have I should have had this this should have done my homework and had this ready. Sorry.
0: Let's see here. So
1: gosh. I want to say it's something like ridiculous that like nobody should ever pay Anthony declare. It's 9 million. 3 wait. It's a so three, he 3 signed million those, AAB. so he
0: signed that with um the uh panthers and then he was traded
1: cap hits cap hits 3 million
0: yeah so cap hits 3 million he's a free agent after this year so i i could definitely
1: i could see them see that happening i uh i don't I, i don't know why i thought he was making 9 million annually i i remember seeing that 9 million at some point and thinking Wait a second. Is he making nine million? But it's it's nine million total over three years for a three year a three million dollar cap hit. That makes more sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 That's true.
1: So I, I could see it. I could see Anthony declare coming to 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 Raleigh, especially you know San Jose might as well continue to sell. But man, look in five years, that's going to be a really good team. Watch. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. All right. Well, maybe I think I'm done.
0: So am I. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to session 28 of Caniac sessions. You can follow us on all social media platforms on X, Facebook, Instagram at Caniac sessions, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, whatever. You can follow Griff on X at M underscore Griff 10. And you can follow me on X at AB Caniac Session. Not sessions, but session. No S. That's right. Wanted to give another <laughs> s- shout out to my grandmother. Uh, Papa, I love you. And uh, thank you so much. Me too. Yeah, from Griff as well. So yep. thank you so much for listening to session twenty-eight, and we will see you in session
1: twenty-nine. Bye. Thanks for listening to Kaniac Sessions. To stay up to date on all Kane's news or to interact with Griffin AB, please follow us on X, Instagram, or Facebook at Kaniac Sessions. Let's go, Kane! Let's go, Kane!